ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. It is Thursday, August 5th. Drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program always by calling the White Claw phone lines. We open those up at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. White Claw Heart Seltzer. It is made pure. You can also find me on Twitter at Paul Swan. Coming up today on the program, had a chance to uh, join Coach Huff. He had his presser earlier this afternoon, so you'll get the remarks from that. Later on as well, Billy Seals, the head coach of the Huntington Highlanders, will join me. We're getting closer to the start of high school football season, so it's time to start talking to some coaches. And Billy Seals, of course, my first one in the high school world. Don't forget, we've got Huntington Highlander football for you all season long right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So yesterday, as uh, we normally would have been heading off the air, but we had baseball Unfortunately, didn't have a show. So normally heading off the air, we would have caught this last. Marshall quarterback Grant Wells. Late yesterday, we got the word named to the 2021 College Football Performance Awards Performer of the Year trophy watch list. I know that's a mouthful, but still. Anytime you can get on somebody's watch list that is well regarded and has a spot for you. As someone to watch, yeah, you, you want to take notice of that. So more people, more organizations taking notice of Grant Wells. We're going to hear from Coach Huff about the improvement of Grant Wells later on in the hour. Also, the preseason poll came out. And no surprise, the United Soccer Coaches rankings have the thundering herd. Number one in the country, Marshall received 22 first-place votes and, of course, That is obviously a reflection of the season that Marshall finished. Thundering Herd winning the College Cup. Marshall, the defending national champion. Thundering Herd will begin the season here uh, sooner than later. We got exhibition coming up next week as well for the women. And just kind of give you an idea of what we're doing tomorrow, I'm going to have... Michael Swan, he's going to join me. We're going to talk about the ladies. They're up first, so we'll talk about what they're doing and getting ready for the season. Later on in that hour, we're going to hear from Matt Perry, kind of get a preview of what you can expect from the Spring Valley Timberwolves. He'll be calling those games all season long for us here at Kindred Communications. And we'll have more comments from earlier today. Presser, I'll get a chance to talk to a lot of coaches, Coach Huff, uh, we talked to Alex Millette as well among the players. So we've got a lot for the remainder of tomorrow to get into. And then next week, I'll be off. Luke Creasy, he's going to be joining you for the show. Luke, of course, uh, working for the Herald-Dispatch in many capacities, including sports. And of course, he is a former producer of this show, so he's going to be stepping in for me. I appreciate him doing that. Looking forward to hearing what he has to say next week. And as I joked with him again, your guests are going to be probably Tim Stevens, Grant Trailer, Chuck Landon, anyone else at the Herald-Dispatch I'm, I'm missing, or HD Media. It's probably going to be every day he's going to have one of those guys on. I, I mean, I would. If that was, uh, that was the position I was in, I would. And uh, it was good seeing some of those guys today. 
honestly, all kidding aside, it was it felt like normal. Going to a press conference felt a little bit more, okay, we're back. We're doing things a little bit more closer to what, again, whatever normal is now, we were doing it. And I hope we can continue to go on that path. But it was good today to actually talk to a coach and not do it on my computer screen. I mean, last year, around this time, we were getting on computer screens, doing Zoom calls. Not everybody was really good at Zoom. We've all gotten better since at Zoom. Is that fair? We've all gotten better at Zoom. And it's nice and all, be able to sit at my desk and I don't have to go anywhere. It's nice, but sometimes it's just nice to get out of here and do that. So hopefully that means you know we're having more opportunity to do more things and getting back together. Uh, hopefully that will continue. But that's kind of what we've got in store for you. Uh, We'll hear from Coach Huff. We'll hear from Coach Seals. Uh, We will get your phone calls in at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. And just kind of give you an idea of what Coach Huff talked about, uh, his opening statement from earlier. We'll get his uh, comments uh, throughout the show. But uh, when he talked to us earlier, here's what he said to set the stage for what we can expect. This is a monumental moment, getting everybody back in person. There's no computer screen that I got to look at. Nobody's got their Zoom on mute, and they've halfway through their question forget that they got it on mute. Um, But this is good, obviously, to see everybody back here um, in person. Um, Phenomenal uh, day for our program. Uh, Phenomenal day for our players, coaches, fans, uh, media, writers. I was excited, very excited about the opportunity we have moving forward in this season. Uh, We've been through a lot. We've been through a lot as a country. We've been through a lot as a program. Our players have been through a lot. um, And this is a step in the right direction. Um, This is a step towards what we all know and remember as normal. Um, And hopefully we can continue to progress and hopefully um, this season goes off as normal as possible. Um, I thank you guys for being here. Obviously, uh, we start practice tomorrow. Uh, we got all our meetings today, get our administrative things out of the way, get all our equipment checked, get our height and weight checked, get all our compliance information squared away. Um, so today is a very administrative business day. Uh, we hit the field tomorrow. And we'll get those questions here in a few minutes. We'll talk about that. I'm not doing the paperwork stuff. He talked a little bit about paperwork. I'm not doing all of that. Maybe a few things about the paperwork, but he's got an army of coaches over there getting ready. He's got an army of people making sure all the paperwork's signed before they hit the field, before they hit the camp portion of camp. So all of that's being taken care of. We're going to dive into that later on. Huntington High head coach Billy Seals is going to join us on the program I'm looking forward to catching up with Billy. So all of that's coming up. Your comments on Twitter, at Paul Swan. Your phone calls at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Program that number in. Have it ready to go. When we open the phone lines up for you, you'll have your opportunity to be a part of the program. More is coming up. What do you expect? You always expect more, and I'll give it to you when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. 
Well, today was the start of festivities at Marshall University for the media. We got a chance to actually see coaches in person. That means we're one step closer to the start of football season. Welcome back to The Drive. Paul Swan, your host here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. It means I got a chance to talk to Coach Huff. Camp's about ready to begin. I know you're excited. There's going to be a fan day on Saturday. Camp's about ready to begin. And so it's open season for football. Here we are. And Coach talked a little bit earlier today about the excitement heading into camp. Yeah, I think it's a combination. I think, um, obviously, you know, all we went through last year as a country and a program and college football in general, um, you know, I think the missing link, you know, people really don't think about is, is these kids have played their whole lives in front of fans and families and uh, loved ones. And then last year it kind of, you know, we weren't allowed to do that. So um, for them getting back to that environment, um, I think also – it's one thing to talk about getting back to normal, but when you're in the spring and you're in the winter and it's kind of far out, um, it's hard to see, you know, that normal. Um, I think as we get closer, uh, people in the program, players, coaches, fans can obviously see normal. And then I think obviously after being, you know, here for six months, seven months, um, the players can see how much we care about them, you know, the things that we're changing in the program, um, the direction the program's headed. Um, from, you know, Coach B.A.'s standpoint, he's been with those guys all summer, um, how their bodies are changing, how they feel. Um, so I think it all is a combination of things that kind of, you know, build up for the excitement. So the excitement is building, and I think that's fair to say. And everyone's on campus. We did a quick check earlier with Coach, making sure that all the paperwork was turned in, everything's being signed, all the I's are being dotted, the T's being crossed. And he was asked, hey, Everybody here, you got everything in place. Are you ready to go with everybody on campus? And uh, earlier today, he basically said, yeah, we're, uh, we're going to know everything. We got pretty much everybody here. We're good. You know, all the guys are, are accounted for. Yeah, as of hopefully in about an hour, we'll have everybody checked in. Uh, we let our guys go home for a few days. Um, you know, at the end of July to kind of, you know, recharge, see their families again. Um, everybody should be back today. Uh, we'll have our first meeting here in about an hour. Um, but everybody's back according to, you know, text message and, you know, coach, I'm here. Um, so we feel really good about it. Same with incoming freshmen. <clears throat> yep, incoming freshmen, they're all back. Um, they got here um, beginning of June, second week of June. They started summer school. Um, all the guys who were finishing up high school, you know, classes and, and issues all got cleared away. And they've been here probably about four weeks as a group. Um, so they're here. They kind of know the routine now. They're still learning, you know, the day-to-day -day operations. But um, feel good about it. So everybody's getting where they need to go. I mean, again, it's like going back to school or going to school. Got to make sure you know where your classroom assignments are. You got to know where homeroom's at. You got to know where the bathrooms are at. You got to know all these things. You, you know, where do you find this? Where do you go for that? You, you got to get all of that put into place. And then you got to get on the field. You got to play. You got to compete. You got to go out there and do it again and again and get ready. And on top of that, you're going to have fans. Fans are going to be back. You're going to be part of this. So you got to be excited for that. And Fan Day is coming up. Fan Day is an opportunity for herd fans to sort of start to connect with this team, connect with players, maybe connect with some new faces you've never seen before, reconnect with some old faces that you really haven't seen in a while. So this is an opportunity for you to be able 
to see some guys, get some autographs, right? It's normal. And that's what Coach is excited about. You got this as another step, getting back to whatever you can call normal. Yeah, I think, you know, in order for us to continue to move towards normal, um, we got to get back in our normal routines. Um, I think part of that is obviously, you know, getting vaccinated if you're not. Um, if you choose not to get vaccinated, then you got to wear your mask and you got to socially distance and all of those things. But I think, again, having the fan day, it's something that's always happened around here. Um, so we want to continue in those traditions. Um, we got to get out of our pandemic coma and get out of our, you know, sitting in front of a TV. If we want the West lot full on game days, we got to get used to coming out and being at the stadium and being around the guys. Um, so it's good. It's a good opportunity for the fans to kind of get a little one-on-one, -on -one, you know, time with our players. Um, it's a good opportunity for the fans to get in rhythm a little bit of actually coming out on a Saturday, spending time around the stadium, around the city, around the town. Um, so I think it'll be good. I think it'll be something that our players will enjoy and the fans. He mentions getting out of the pandemic coma. But with that said, he was asked, is he better prepared now? Are the players better prepared? Is the staff better prepared after going through a season with COVID? And yes, you're trying to get back to normal as best you can. You have to be aware there is a resurgence with the Delta variant of COVID. There are a lot of people who are vaccinated but still can catch this because, again, the vaccination just keeps you from getting deathly ill. However, when he says we got to get out of the pandemic coma, doesn't mean you let your guard down. And he talked about that and being able to deal with COVID a little bit better this season because you've already gone through it and you have a better understanding. Again, knowledge is key. And Marshall seems to be better prepared now than last season. Yeah, I, I don't think we can ever relax on COVID. Um, the, the reality is it's not going away. You know, it's, it's going to be something that we're going to continue to deal with. Um, I think what we do have now is a little better understanding of how to deal with it. Um, so we can better prepare our players. We can better advise them on what they should and shouldn't do. Um, our players have a little better awareness on how to protect themselves. Um, I think the one thing that you know we're learning from this is um, college football can adapt. And I think last year we probably adapted more than, than ever before. Um, I do feel like we're back to some of the normal things that we're able to do. We're able to meet in person now. Uh, we're able to have everybody in, you know, a team room. We're still doing, you know, our social distancing um, when, when, when needed. Um, but I think from last year to this year, it's a lot closer to what we all know is normal. Um, I'm not sure we'll ever go backwards, you know, to normal. I think there's always going to be masks. I think there's always going to be social distance. I think there's always going to be awareness. Um, but I think we have a better understanding of how to manage those things now. Coach Huff talking about managing COVID. Now, let's get to the football a little bit more. He was asked kind of where he was at right now with his offense, defense, and special teams. Pretty standard question, right? Hey, where are you at? Here's what he had to say, and uh, he goes down in some detail. Yeah, I, I feel good. I feel good from what I've seen. Um, as If you've heard me talk, it's going to come down to how consistently can we execute. 
Um, I think the one thing that our players do have is a good grasp of the systems, you know, what we're doing. Obviously, offense has not changed much as far as terminology. Um, defense, it was a slight change, but I think our players picked it up. Um, I, I got to I mean, it's a tribute to our players. Um, their knowledge of football in general is really good. Um, so it was easy to kind of, although we changed systems on defense, it was easy to kind of, you know, relate some of the concepts and some of the things we're trying to do to some of the things they've done in the past. It made sense. Um, I think our 15 practices in the summer that were player led gave them an opportunity to kind of put what they knew and what we're learning in the meetings to work. Um, and hopefully we can see the consistency throughout camp and, you know, and, and hopefully that translates into getting better every week. Coach Huff trying to get better every week, and he mentions that again and again, consistency. Now, one of the things that came up while we were talking to him, and you're hearing it about depth, is having the ability to get guys quicker, faster, or get them ready quicker, faster. See where I'm going with this? COVID issues, if they do come up, you're going to have to fill some holes, right? If you have a hole, you might have to fill it. So he talks a little bit about the system and how it allows him to address those issues if they do come up. Yeah, well, our, our model is set up to make sure that every player on the roster gets an opportunity to, one, show what he can do and be ready to perform. Uh, we don't have a model of says, you know, hey, here's the travel squad and they get ready and these guys are, you know, red-shirted or whatever. Our model is set up to where everybody on the team is getting equal reps, everybody on the team is getting equal exposure because of those things. Obviously, COVID is still a part of it, but it's the game of football, so somebody's going to get injured, um, someone's going to be out for you know extended periods of time someone may be limited um, so in order for us to continue to move forward we got to put everybody in position that when their opportunity comes they're prepared we move on to depth especially on the offensive line and one thing we're going to hear here in the next couple of days as we uh, go through some of these interviews is just talking about the depth that this team has in all positions and not just you have guys that can fill a spot. You have the ability to have guys that are competitive and can compete for the spot. You're going to hear that time and time again with this coaching staff. But Coach Huff talked about the depth he has on his offensive line and the experience there as well. Yeah, well, I mean, they're, they're, they're two guys that are in, like, year nine of college football. Uh, they, they have been – um, here for a very long time, uh, which is a good thing. Um, I, I think with the offensive line, it kind of resembles, you know, where we are as a team. We have a lot of competitive depth. And, you know, you're going to hear coaches talk about we got depth or we don't have depth. It's one thing to have depth, meaning you have guys behind certain guys who can play. It's another thing to have competitive depth where you have guys behind the guys who are really good. So now that's going to make everybody better because now your twos and your threes are pushing your ones. Um, and that's what I think we have. Now, obviously, with college football, there's going to be injuries, there's going to be growth spurts, and there's going to be times where guys mature faster than others. But as a team right now, I feel really good about our competitive depth, meaning there's somebody or multiple people behind each position 
that are going to be pushing each other every single day. And that's ultimately how you become better. Competition. Competition forces you to consistently execute because you know if I don't execute, well, they may put this other guy in and I may never get my spot back. Um, so although that is going to be a very intense um, competition, I think overall it's going to help our team in the long run with having that kind of competitive depth. I think one guy that really helps with the team's competitive depth is Billy Ross. He's on the team this year. Comes in a good time, right? We're going to talk to Coach Seals about Billy a little bit later on, but Coach Huff talks about Billy, what he does bring to the table. Billy is is an example of that competitive depth, once again, because he is a guy that can play inside or outside, you know, and I think, you know, getting started where he's at tomorrow is not going to be, you know, the end-all be-all. Um, but he is one of the young guys that can play inside and outside. You know, again, we'll have to get out there and kind of see speed of the game, terminology, you know, overall, where's he more comfortable? Um, but he does give us some flexibility, which is what we need. Also talking about improvements on that offensive line, you got to talk about the quarterback. And so Coach Huff has had an opportunity now here to know more about his quarterback. His quarterback has had an opportunity to learn more about his coach. Coach Huff talked about that improvement that he has seen from the first day he met Grant Wells to here getting ready for the first day of camp. Yeah, I think he did a phenomenal job this spring. Um, Obviously, change is difficult, and everybody wants change until it's time to change. Change is really difficult for 18 to 22-year-olds because they like consistency. They like knowing what's going on. Um, I think Grant did a phenomenal job this spring of, one, growing personally, and two, growing competitively. You know, I think he took some steps, um, learning the system. Obviously, having Coach Cramsey back another year really helped that. The focus moving forward is to get the other 10 guys around Grant to play better. The spring was all about let's find ways to get Grant more comfortable. Let's find out what he likes. Let's find out what, you know, what gets him going. Let's put him in some tough situations so he can grow. Moving forward, starting today, we got to get the other 10 guys to play better around Grant. There hasn't been, in my knowledge, a great quarterback or a good quarterback that's played at any level that didn't have pieces around him. And that's what we got to get. We got to get the receivers to play better. We got to get the O-line to play better. We got to get the running backs to play better. We get the tight ends to play better. We got to get the defense to play better. Ultimately, if everybody around Grant plays better, then Grant will play better. But if we put this focus solely on Grant, then yeah, quarterback is the most scrutinized position in all the sports. We know that. But if we put the focus solely on Grant and not on the other pieces, then it's going to be an uphill battle all year for him. If we can put the focus on the other pieces, then Grant will gradually make the progress that we ultimately think he's going to make anyway. While talking to Coach as well, there's some other guys that he's hoping to see progress from, that he's expecting some good things from. And he talks about his skill players, some of the guys that he's looking to. Same way he's looking at Grant the way that they have come into this, the way they have progressed through the months since Coach Huff became the head coach of the Thundering Herd. So Coach Huff has sort of an evaluation, talks a little bit about some of the names, uh, some of the players that he's expecting uh, to to be able to go along that trajectory the same way he's talking about Grant. You know, Corey Gamage and Talit Keaton, you know, are two guys that have been here a while, have played a lot of football. Um, I think from a receiver perspective, those two probably kind of took the lead. There are a lot of guys in that receiver room that have played. I think you saw Stone. I think you saw um, – 
Caleb McMillan, sorry, um, make some plays in the spring game. Um, you probably saw Shadid make some plays in the spring game. Um, so we feel really good about that room being able to kind of take the next step and, you know, kind of play better around Grant. Um, obviously, Xavier Gaines has played a lot of football around here, has done some really good things at the tight end position. I think Devin Miller, one of the more, more mature guys, you know, has been here a long time. He's kind of in that eight, nine-year range like Millette and Omer. Um, but he's, he's a guy that's played a lot of football around here. And then in the running back room, I think the beauty of having a guy like Knox is obviously – he gets a lot of reps, a lot of carries for his production. The beauty of it is there's a lot of guys behind him that have a lot of potential, and now they're going to get the opportunity to try to show what they've, what they've got. You know, Evans, you know, Ali, Pop, you know, Knowledge, all of those guys have unbelievable talent, but even they don't know yet what they're going to be able to do because the amount of opportunities they've had has been limited. So I think going into it, they're excited. Um, I know Sheldon was, was in the office a couple of days ago and he was so fired up that he came here and he was like 218 and now he's down to like 205 and he's like, can see a six pack and like, he's just excited about his opportunity. Um, and obviously coming off an injury, you know, he was, was out some time and now he's back ready to roll. So, you know, just the excitement from the, the guys based on the opportunity is good to see as a coach. Sounds like we all need to join BA's fitness club. That's uh, that's all I took from that here. Uh, I, I heard a lot of improvement, a lot of positives. Opportunities are going to be something that more players are going to get. You're not going to have a situation where you know, guys not getting playing time. It doesn't sound like there's going to be any favorites played. It's you're going to get an opportunity. Show us what you got. Do you want to play? Show us why you should play. Make your case. You're going to get the opportunity to make your case. And BA is pretty good at uh, getting these guys into shape. I think we we all understand that from talking to these coaches. And uh, finally, kind of get an idea. What can you expect going into camp this season? What's it going to be like? And I think, again, that that is echoed there in the fact that when you get into camp, these guys are going to have an opportunity to make their case. Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing that you'll see this camp is it's going to be a true competition every day. And sometimes as a coach, when you don't have the competitive depth, you know, some guys get in a little bit of a groove where, you know, they don't have to fight every day. These guys are going to have to scratch and claw every day. You know, I had um, a couple of the receivers, Talik and Corey, had a chance to talk to Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle you know, back in the summer, you know, a couple of weeks ago and just talked about what practice is really about, you know, to get them to understand practice is not like homework, man. It's not something that you got to do that you dread that you really don't want to do. Practice is the time to go out and compete at a high level. So Saturdays become really easy, you know, and, and they really are starting to understand like practice is something that I got to look forward to, not something that is like, man, another practice. Um, and the more we can get that mindset in not only that position group, but across the entire team, that if I can go out and practice every day, compete at a high level, work on things that I'm going to use in the game, then the game becomes fun, you know, and, and that's where the next step is where we need to go. Coach Huff, his presser earlier this afternoon, we'll have more from the presser tomorrow. But when we continue, we're going to hear from the head coach of the Huntington Highlanders, Billy Seals. That's when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. 
We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Our phone lines this hour brought to you by White Claw at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. And joining us now on those White Claw phone lines is the head coach of the Huntington Highlanders, Billy Seals, getting an opportunity to finally work out with his kids, get ready for the start of the season. And, and Coach, does it feel like we're closer to normal, whatever that is, this season? Well, we all hope so, I think. Um, you know, obviously last year was a difficult year for all of us, um, whether you're involved in athletics or not. But on the athletic side, it was just a tough year. I mean, you didn't know what to expect, didn't know who you were playing from week to week, um, didn't know if you were going to play. And so, uh, you know, uh, I would say if they did a, uh, a viewer rating of the of the coloring map last year, I'm sure about Saturday at about 4.30 to 5 o'clock, or a whole lot of eyes on that map to determine whether you were going to play and if you were going to play, were you going to play the team that was on the schedule or are you going to have to start scrambling, finding games? And so we usually tried to work a week in advance um, to get games. And so uh, hopefully we're, we're back to normal and, and could play, uh, play normal football this year. Do you feel that with a year now with COVID, you've gone through it once that you and uh, your, your, coaches all know how to maybe go through this process a little bit better and, and handle this uh, now that uh, you've had some experience with a situation like this? Well, experience is the greatest teacher. And so last year, uh, a lot of learning that had to take place amongst all coaches throughout the state, throughout the country on, on um, you know, temperature checks and, and contact tracing and, and all those things. So, you know, it wasn't, wasn't a whole lot of fun for us last year just dealing with those outside things um, that don't have a whole lot to, to do with football. But, uh, you know, our most important goal was to keep our, our young men safe. And, um, you know, we, we felt like we did a really good job of that, of, of taking care of our guys. Now that um, you're getting uh, opportunity to work with your kids again, you're getting ready for the season, um, and it's actually going through more of a normal progression. Um, how do you feel at this point? Is, is there still a lot of catch up? You got to maybe get caught up from last season that carries over. Uh, you know, are you are you close to where you want to be for this year? Well, I think the biggest thing right now is you know we were allowed to have an off season. I think that had a tremendous impact on our program last year. We were a very young football team last year, and when you don't have that camaraderie where you can, where you're in the weight room together three to four days a week, and you know you're you're keeping guys accountable for what they're doing in the weight room and what they're doing in the classroom and what they're doing conditioning wise, you know I think that was part of our struggle last year. Um, obviously, being back together, we feel more comfortable. We feel like that. Um, we're about where we need to be right now, but we got a whole lot of work to get done between now and our first game. And so we're just trying to get better each and every day while we're out on the field and, and continuing to be the, the best football player and the best football team we can be each day. The good news is you've got some players coming back. They've got more experience now uh, on top of, uh, of course, always uh, the new kids that are added to your roster. Uh, where are you looking at as far as uh, having an outstanding season and getting that leadership that maybe you have a little bit more of now since you've gone through it last year? Well, I think when, when you look at our football team, um, 
you know, projecting on who started last year, we have nine starters back on both sides of the ball. So a lot of experience, a lot of guys that's played in, in uh, tough environments and, and tough ball games. And so we think those things are going to pay dividends for us this football season. We were one of the few teams that played nine games last year. Um, we didn't run from anybody. We didn't not return phone calls to schools. I mean, the two weeks that we lost our opponent, we picked up Bridgeport and Wheeling Park. So we didn't need to do that, but we felt like that it was important for our kids to get an opportunity to play, uh, our seniors the opportunity to play. And so we picked up uh, whoever we could. Um, as you know, being one of, the, one of the elite programs in the state, you know, not not a whole lot of people's call it want to play. So uh, you know, we picked up who we could and, and got nine games in, and we think that's going to that's help us this football season. Joining us on the program, the head coach of the Huntington Highlanders, Billy Seals, and season's getting closer than we think. It's it's right around the corner, and uh, you, you look at your team uh, specifically. Uh, who's standing out to you right now? Who who's going to have a big season for you, or you need to have a big season? Well, I think with any football team, anytime you bring your quarterback back, who had uh, started nine games for you, that is a plus. It's a guy that's been been in again. Big environments, big games. Um, you know, Gavin is is a really smart football player. We've put a lot on his shoulders, and and he's handled it very well here during camp. And so, then you bring uh, up front. We we got six guys back who played significant time for us last year, and so we feel we got to build a little more depth there on the offensive line. We would like to have eight or nine guys that we feel good about right now. We feel like that we have seven guys that. We could line up and play with on Friday night. Um, and then our, at the receiver positions, probably where we were hit the most, but we got a guy, Noah Wainick, coming back who has been a two-year starter for us. Um, big-time player, makes makes a lot of great catches, tough football player. And probably our deepest spot on offense is, is running back with Amari Felder and, and Curtis Jones, Jr., and Zaza Jackson, a freshman, Deidre Graves, a freshman. So all those guys. Um, you know, got an opportunity to contribute this season. Joining us on the program, the head coach of the Huntington Highlanders, Billy Seals, as a high school season is about to start. Cams are going on now. And just as it stands right now, I'm, I'm sure it's been a challenge to, to get back to this point because with last year being what it was, have you, have you found uh, that you had to maybe – ease into things or were these guys just ready to go and, and you really didn't miss a, a beat getting back into the swing of things now that you're actually going through the process again? Well, I think our kids were hungry about, uh, you know, having normal practice and not having to wear gaiters and masks and lifting in pods of tin. And I just think our guys were, were chomping at the bit to get back to nor- uh, normalization as much as possible. And we're excited to, to get out here and, and get to hang out with our buddies and go to practice with them, get to lift with them and all those things. So really hasn't been a big adjustment period. I mean, we our three-week window was um, the last three weeks of July. So really we've, we've been practicing since, um, you know, we use flex days. So starting on July 5th, we've been practicing. So we feel like in, in the last six weeks we've got a lot accomplished. You know, we, we find, we're finding out who can play what spots and in and, and what capacity. But ultimately, real football starts next week when we put the pads on and, and get to go full speed. And, and that's where you find out who can really play football. And 
you know, I can still get out there and run around in shorts and a helmet and still look like I can play a few snaps. So find out who really can play next week. So um, are you going to run out there? I mean, you said you could. Are you going to do that, just run around, maybe throw a few snaps? Uh, yeah, I get out there every now and then and practice with them. And, and, you know, not a whole lot of snaps. I can't play 70 snaps or anything, but I can give them a, a good series every now and then on defense where I can get out there and play. But, uh, you know, I enjoy being out there with the kids. And I guess get, becoming an older man, it, it keeps you uh, keeps you young and keeps you keeps you involved with them. And, and they still get to see that you got it just a little bit still. Looking um Looking at your program, you know, over the years you've produced some really talented kids. And just from a personal standpoint, how exciting is it for you to see Billy Ross play for Marshall? To have him come back, have him close by. I'm sure you know, some of your kids uh, have heard the stories that really didn't know him that well, and and now they have an opportunity to see that guy, uh, you know, for the thundering herd, and, and he's right around the corner now. Uh, is that something that's uh, helpful to you, or just personally exciting to have? Well, I think you know you you look down at Marshall, and you know Luke Zaban's been there for a couple of years. He was a start quarterback course for a couple uh, two years there, and then you you know you add Billy to the mix now, and so you know I think it's I, I'm excited for Billy, and I'm excited for Luke for the opportunities that you're going to get this fall camp, and and, you know, they have both been up to practice, um, you know, over the last couple of weeks. And that's one thing we, we invite. We invite our alumni back. Don't care who you are or, or when you played here. We want our guys, uh, our, our alumni to be involved in our program. We want our kids, our current kids, to see the guys who, who played here at Huntington High and seeing the impact that Huntington High left on them. And so – Anytime those guys come by, it's always a treat for us, and it's a treat for the younger guys because they hear the stories about these guys, and you know they see their rankings and all that. But you know, as a coach, you don't pay a whole lot of attention to rankings. You, it's all about production on the field. Billy Seals, my guest, uh, Huntington Highlanders getting set for the upcoming season. Uh, all right, let's look at the schedule. I mean, can it get any tougher? I mean, can you make it tougher than what you got now? Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, it's a pretty daunting schedule. Uh, in the MSAC, there's no hiding. I mean, um, you know, you, you, if you we play all the conference schools, we don't duck anybody. Um, so it's a very difficult schedule. It's the SEC of high school football in West Virginia. You got to play week in and week out, and so uh, very tough schedule. And but we're we're a firm believers that playing a tough schedule is going to get you prepared for the playoffs, and uh, you know we we just feel like that that's that's the best way to do it. And and uh, in order to be ready for the playoffs, you got to play tough people. And you know sometimes that leaves us at seven and three, and a really really good football team, but a seven and three ten seed, whereas other schools um, don't really beef up their schedule and and get in at nine and one, and then you know, be a three or four seed and get beat in the first round by a 12 seed. So, you know, we feel like we got to play good people week in and week out, and we do that. Unfortunately, you don't have a breather here. I'm going top to bottom. You're right. There's not a single game where I can circle and say, well, that's a that's a great game for Huntington to maybe get healthy on, or that's a great game for maybe to relax a little bit. I know coaches don't relax, but still there's not a single opponent on the schedule and you're right, some schools don't have that luxury because I'm sure if, if you could, you would load it up if it wasn't loaded up. And 
you know, is there an easy one on this schedule? I know your answer, but it, there's not one. Yeah, their week week ten where it says open or bye week. That's the only week that looks like a breather to me uh, on Friday nights because we'll take that Friday night off. So you look at the other ten opponents, very very good programs. Each and every one of them uh, bring a ton of challenges to us. And uh, again, we got to be ready to play week in and week out. And and luck of the draw, you know, has to be with you on times. You can't you can't have any significant injuries. The ball's got to bounce your way. And, and as a coach. It's a grind because for ten weeks you're you're getting ready for somebody that can beat you, and so we have to prepare each week um, to, to be the best football team we can be that Friday night. He's Billy Seals, head coach of the Huntington Highlanders. Of course, Highlander football this fall right here on ESPN ninety four point one and AM nine thirty. I'm I'm sure you're just excited to to get back to a normal week and. Um, I know you love talking on the radio, too, so I know you're more excited about that than anything. <laughs> Anytime I can talk to you guys is, is a blessing. Billy, thanks for doing it. We'll talk to you soon. All righty. Thank you, Paul. He's the head coach of the Huntington Highlanders, Billy Seals. We've got more coming up here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Tomorrow on the program, we're going to hear from Marshall women's soccer coach Michael Swan. We're also going to hear from Matt Perry. He'll give us an update on what's happening with Spring Valley as the Timberwolves getting set for their run in the 2021 high school football season. We'll hear more from Marshall Media Day number one. We'll have all of that for you. And, of course, we'll get your phone calls in, your tweets. We'll get it all in. We'll do it tomorrow, I promise. Don't forget, if you miss any part of today's show, you can always go back and get it online. That's right. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, wherever you can get your podcast. That's where you're going to find us. Thanks for tuning in. Back tomorrow. We're going to do it all over again. Tomorrow's a big show. I mean, it's huge. Yeah, we'll have some fun tomorrow. Uh, and by the way, I'm, I'm, I'm turning a year older tomorrow, too. Yeah, that that's going to be fun. All right, we'll get into that tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great night, everyone. <laughs>